The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. It's Monday, January 22nd, ATI Pro Media Live at 9. Welcome to the show. Connie, Connor and Tommy, they are sheltering in place right now. I'm your favorite backup to the backup co-host here with you this morning. When will Wall Street love commodities? We've got the latest headlines. We're com- covering the latest Catalan feed report last Friday. Stock markets are at all-time highs, and funds are big shorts in the grain market. we got an exciting show. Let's kick it off. Welcome, Connor and Tommy. Come on in here. Connor, Hey, looking good, good there. Good morning, Brady. I've got my makeshift uh, set up here. We got a couple inches of ice outside, so I didn't make it in the office. So well, if, if you hear some pitter-patters, I'm hiding in the basement from my uh, young kids. So if we have a surprise guest, we're just going to have to roll with it. That'd be exciting. Yeah. Well, but rather safe than sorry and stay. Yeah. Got to be careful there. Tommy. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Brady. A uh, lot, lot of news. And uh, once again on the live show, hey, what are we going to talk about? And the script just writes itself. That Some is. real big things going on in commodity land. And uh, I got to be honest with you, too. I didn't know the S&P 500 was close to all-time highs Friday. I thought it was like 2 3% away. Just keeps climbing and climbing higher. I think yeah. it's up again here this morning. It's up, got the Dow up 200 points, S&P up 20, 25, and the NASDAQ up 100. Let's jump into the Catalan feed report real quick, if we can, then jump back to some more headlines. Yep. Did a special on it last Friday um, on feed inventory up 2% um, that versus a year ago. Placements were down. Uh, marketing's in line. Very, very neutral report. Um, the market's not really liking it this morning. We got cattle down on, on the Monday morning here. Um, big report coming in the end of January. It's a biannual inventory report. Um, that that one will be a market mover for sure. So we go from report to report. Um, that's just five, I think, five or six trading days away from that big January inventory report. But um, so yep. theme theme on the Catalan feed report almost dead on in line with the estimates, right? The exact opposite of that Jan twelfth uh, USDA report. Exactly. Yep. 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 So uh, we're talking uh, S and P five hundred making new highs. Oh, keep going with Catalan feed. I'm I'm changing subject. You, you bet. No sweat there. I had one more chart chart in there, yeah. graphic in there. Um, you can see that inventory number. We're above the five-year average on, on trend there, but we'll just see see where this thing goes over the course of the next few months. Deferred values in the feeder cattle contract have some premium priced in, but big report coming up there. So we can jump on to the next one there. Yeah. Talking um, S&P 500 making new highs. What's not making new highs, we've got ADM a little... Uh, A little story brewing. Their shares are tumbling big. They have their CFO on administrative leave. Rumors of accounting malpractice in their nutrition division. So we'll see, you know, is this uh, negligence? Is it just reporting? Or do we have uh, rats in the grain 2.0? And Matt Damon's going to have to make another special. Too early to tell. But stock price is tumbling significantly this morning. Not good. Yep. Not good. 
let's throw up that uh let's talk the corn short yeah but if trade data showed soymeal flip from short commercials were on the buy side of a lot of the selling and the last time funds were this short the five grains was may of 2019 a lot of talk about the fund short here today um last week big short you look at the grain side of thing on the corn side of things historical short for on the corn um you know, the, the most bullish thing about the markets right now seems to be how bearish everybody else is. <laughs> that's that's well said, right? And it, it, it's not good when that's our bullish card, but that's what we have right now. We are as short. I'd love to see this in a 10-year and just see it comparing it going back to the big uh, carry markets of 16, 17. But for this time frame, we're as short as we've been we're, since, uh, yeah, 2018 on the corn front. And so hopefully, right, if we're holding on to bearish corn, if we're holding on to old corn, we're looking for those that short covering to get some news, some catalyst that gets the funds to flip their position. But when I look at this and I look at the different years, right, I don't, there's no correlation between seasonality with fund position or anything like that. It, it really, every year is different. And, uh, you know, it, it, I don't know what to expect, uh, going forward. I don't know what we can play for. Tommy, are you oh. still with us? You got any yes, sir. yes, sir. This is the quietest I've ever been on an episode. I'm sure <laughs> I'm gonna get it, it, caught, it caught me <laughs> off guard. I'm going to be honest. With you. Yeah. So listen, real quick to all the listeners, viewers, people watching you, your long futures. If you're long cash grain, your long futures. If, you, if you're going to farm in 24, your long futures. And all my meetings and uh, I did a lot of traveling last week. Everyone has a lot of reasons why they didn't sell. And what's done is done. We got to look forward, not through the rearview mirror. But if you add up the bushels you own in 23 and figured every 5,000 bushels is a future, the very farmer that's scared out of their mind to sell one future or 10 futures in their own account is sitting there really, really, really long futures. And that's all I got to say. You may not be writing that check for that margin call, but the last couple of months has been... uh... There's been some equity changing hands there, but um, enough true story. And we only had the corn chart, but soy meal. I think we put it in the headline: soy meal flipped to a record, sh- uh, not record. It flipped to a short position, right? That was really a bullish story going into this fall and this winter. That's changed dramatically. Funds are now short soy meal and soybeans. So uh, short all grains, as we said last time, they were this short on all on right the five grains. We we mean corn, soybeans, wheat. Oil meal, right, guys? Yes, sir. Five. Okay, if I'm wrong, um, call me out. But as short as we've been since 2019. So, and, and there's other things too. There's uh, canola, oats, stuff like that. Uh, oats don't trade much, so that, that's a bad example. But there's some big price action that comes in and out of the canola futures over there, and uh, things watch. Not only in our markets, guys. We got to also educate people that they trade futures and options in other countries. And maybe someday mm-hmm. we'll talk about Matif wheat or other thing. But when it comes to corn and beans. We are uh, the king at trading those. So, Tommy, I got to ask real quick: When will Wall Street love commodities again? What's it going to take? <laughs> That's a great question. There's a big buy order sitting there. There's a there's an atomic bomb buy order. There's a buy a million futures at the market, but you know, do they do it slowly over three months? It, it's going to take the red line to cross the blue line to cross this. The, I guess it, the lower we go, it's it's not. It doesn't take a genius to say that they're going to come for uh the short position now the question is will they go from short to long i remember doing a marketing meeting in uh my i had a farmhouse and i had a barn and we had uh all types of people out there uh 
uh, Chris Barron, Joe Vaklovic, myself. And, and, and think it was in February and things looked so bearish. Like we couldn't ever imagine we were going to rally. And that was in uh, February of 12 before one of the biggest bull weather markets ever. So note to self, things can change. Uh, the, the obvious facts out there that things are bearish and uh, stay disciplined, right? Options are inexpensive. I, I, I also heard speaking of inexpensive options, the same scenarios going on for the stock market. All these people long stocks, these funds are continuing to buy S&P puts to, in case we have this big pullback, but it hasn't been happening. So uh, if you're long a stock, and not, not that anyone on this channel is trading NVIDIA, but it's all we hear about is Apple and NVIDIA. They're, they're under, the big traders are saying, I'm long Apple. I don't want to get out. I want to buy a put. Same thing. The American farmers long grain. They don't want to get out, but they should still have that put under the market, in my opinion. Yep. Lots of pieces to this puzzle going forward. Don't paint yourself in a marketing corner. Here, and, you know, here's a great, I'm going to pull up this chart. We can answer uh, Brent's question. It's on the same line. Tommy was talking about 2012. Blue line was 20, uh, 2018, 2019. If you guys remember, talk about a bearish story going into that. And then what happened? It didn't stop raining. We didn't have any planning progress till we got out to late May, even June. And look how the funds reacted from that short to going very long. And then I think we remember how that summer ended as well. We we dipped back to the short position. So great, just another point in another year that really uh, illustrates Massive short covering. Yeah, yeah, that that short covering the uh, things we can't predict and how fast we can change. And so I think that goes, Tommy. I don't know if you can see it, but Brent's Brent Lock question: Can a demand yes, story sir. develop with with the bears in control? Absolutely, we should see some exports and. This is this is I hate to say that the market going down is good, but part of the reason the markets fell is because people couldn't afford seven dollar corn. There's a whole bunch of people in the world who could afford four dollar cash corn. Yeah, absolutely. If we go lower, it stimulates demand. Right. What's what's the function of the market at seven dollar corn? What's the function of the market in sub four dollar corn? And if we keep rallying, we're going to find demand. So, yeah. yeah. So anything else we got here? Shelter right. in place, boys. Shelter in place. This ice storm's really serious. I, uh, I, I was watching a friend of mine who has a live stream. They had over a thousand people watching their uh, weather live stream over at Bamex. But from what I hear, the whole top half of uh, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. If you don't need to leave, don't leave. Uh, great day to bake some cookies and uh, stay home. All right. Good deal. Well, we'll be back here tomorrow, live at nine again. You can catch us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Shoot us an email down there, info at ATI Pro Media, if you want information. Uh, thanks, boys. Yep. See you guys. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.